While occasionally referencing real life people and events, Heavy Head is a work of fiction that is not meant to be used as a diagnostic tool and contains adult language and situations. Listener discretion is advised. Looking at thunderstorms nearby on New Year's Eve, that rain spreading across the southeast as we head into New Year's Day, and then the. Dateline, Wednesday, January 1st, 2020. Happy New Year! Just breaking this hour, dozens of people across Asia have now been infected and are being treated for a new virus. Yesterday, government officials in Wuhan, China confirmed that healthcare workers were treating dozens of cases of a previously unidentified virus. There is no evidence that this new virus can spread by human contact. <laughs> Blake Staten is 19 years old. Born and raised in Spokane, Washington, Blake currently resides in Seattle, where he is a student at the University of Washington. With the early stages of a global pandemic unfolding, Blake begins to experience breaks from reality. This is his story. What was that? Wake up, Blake. It's time to wake up. We're just getting started. funny joke last night. What are you talking about? You know, getting up on the roof, running around, being loud while you knew I was sleeping. That wasn't me. Oh, right. Just like it wasn't you who stood outside my room, tapping on my door, telling me to wake up. Dude, I was at the library all night studying. You knew that. We were texting about our fantasy teams. Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad, dude. 
There goes Blake, walking down the hall with his friend. Who said that? Dude, what is wrong with you? You're telling me you didn't hear that? No. Look, I gotta go. I'm late for class. Hey, don't forget to fill out your fantasy roster. You forgot the last two weeks. Put up a hundred in the same game that Ezekiel Elliott put up a hundred. So, so his, Pollard is interesting. So his, that was his second hundred yard rush. Blake is filling out his fantasy football roster. Man, what the fuck is going on? Blake is getting upset again. All right, my friends had to plant a fucking speaker or a camera somewhere. Did one of them download something onto my phone while I was in the shower? You know that's how they get you, right? That's how who gets what? Your phone. That's how all this started. That's how it spreads. That's how all this is going to get so much worse. This is just the beginning. to Duchess. Want to come with us? Oh, shit. I mean, uh, no thanks. Are you sure? It's half-price drinks till nine. We go every Thursday. Nah, I'm just, you know, I have to, to study paper, my phone. I have to, I have to study and finish a paper. Dateline, Tuesday, January 21st, 2020. A new virus has made its way to the United States. The 2019 novel coronavirus, the virus first identified by researchers in Wuhan, China, now has its first confirmed case in the U.S., according to the CDC. The patient, a Washington state man in his 30s, started developing symptoms shortly after returning home from a trip to Wuhan. The words about a pandemic at this point? No, we're not at all, and uh, we're, we have it totally under control. It's one person, and we have it under control. It's uh, going to be just fine.
Don't pick up the phone. Did you hear? The first corona case was reported here in Washington. No, I didn't. Honey, haven't you been watching the news? I've been having a hard time watching. Uh, I mean, no, I, I've just been busy with school, new semester, trying to stay on top of everything. Yeah, the news said he just got back from Asia a few days ago. It's only going to affect people who travel a lot. Should be easily contained. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Blake is talking on the phone with his mom. Was that dad? Was that dad what? I heard a guy say that I was talking to you. Your father is working and I'm calling you on my lunch break. Oh yeah, I was just, I was just messing around. Come on, Blake. It's Thirsty Thursday. Let's go. You can't be around that. I can't be around that. What? Come on. You haven't been out in a long time. You're not going out with them. They don't know about their phones yet. He needs to leave. Throw this glass of water on him. Dude, you need to leave. Just tell me what is wrong with you. I haven't seen you go into classes. You look like shit. What's going on? Leave! should be frightened. I mean, uh, the, the risk right now, today, currently, is really relatively low for the American public, but that could change because what's going on outside of the United States, that this could evolve, and I think it would be unrealistic to deny that, this could evolve into a global pandemic. Dateline, Saturday, February 29th, 2020. The first death from the 2019 novel coronavirus, now referred to as COVID-19, in the United States has just been reported. A patient just outside Seattle, Washington has passed away in what officials have declared as the first coronavirus death in the U.S. Governor Jay Inslee has declared a state of emergency as officials prepare for a potential outbreak in the Pacific Northwest. You don't need to be walking around with a mask. It's never getting better. It's only going to get worse. You're going to kill people. A lot of people. You already have. I didn't do it! Blake! It's your mother. What didn't you do? Sorry, Mom. I was... I was expecting someone else. Baby, don't scream into the phone like that. You startled me. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. What's up? Someone from Washington just died from the coronavirus. Poor guy. He was only in his 50s. 
They're saying he is the first reported death in the country. This is your fault. <laughs> Blake, that's not funny. A man is dead. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Dateline, Monday, March 23rd, 2020. Washington State Governor has issued a statewide, two-week, stay-at-home order. The order includes the immediate closing of all schools, all non-essential businesses, and for its more than 7 million residents to avoid leaving the house for any unnecessary reason in an attempt to slow the spread and contain the growing outbreak of COVID-19 cases in a state that has already declared a public health emergency. It's going to go away. It's going to go away. Blake is driving down the road. Blake is going to stay with his parents. Shut up. Blake is going to poison his parents. Shut up. Blake's parents are going to poison him. Blake has poisoned the world.
you, son. Welcome home. Oh, good. You made it home safe. Can you believe what is happening? Yes. No. I don't know. You should have seen the grocery store. It was like Armageddon. We're lucky we were able to get anything. How was your drive? You shouldn't have come here. Uh, fine. You made it home just in time for dinner. Wash up and grab a seat. They poisoned the food. Actually, do you mind if I eat later? It was it was just a long drive and a lot of traffic. I just I want I wanted to lay down for a little while. Okay, sure thing. We'll save you a plate. You need a hand with your bags? No, I mean I I got it. What we mean by flattening the curve. So I think Easter Sunday and you'll have packed churches all over our country. Dateline. Friday, March 27th, 2020. A new study by the University of Washington predicts that the U.S. will reach peak number of COVID-19 cases by April 20th, 2020. I execute judgment on you, COVID-19! I execute judgment on you, Blake is watching TV. Dude, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to watch this tiger show. The TV is making fun of you. It thinks you're stupid. Only stupid people watch TV. Besides, what you really need to be looking out for is your phone. Remember, that's how this whole thing started. Go ahead, look at your phone. No one's trying to get a hold of me. Look again. Check your apps. There's a hidden app. Find it now before things get worse. Blake, I need him to help me take the garbage cans out to the curb. He's in his room. Again? He's been home for two weeks now, and he's hardly come out of his room. 
Tony, are you all right? What happened? Blake, how did your TV end up on the ground? It was making fun of me. What was? The TV. The TV was making fun of you? Son, what's going on? Ever since you got home, you've done nothing but lock yourself in your room. Prescribe hydroxychloroquine. The disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute, 
And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning? 20 seconds to get it right. Dateline, Thursday, April 2nd, 2020. The global fight against COVID-19 has reached a fever pitch as new statistics show that 1 million people worldwide have now been infected with the coronavirus with 53,000 reported deaths. The origins of this deadly virus is still unknown as researchers struggle to find where the virus started. They're never going to find out where the virus came from because only you know the answer. It comes from the same place everything evil comes from. You. I I started the virus? Yes. How? You created the virus on an app that automatically sends it to everyone's phone. I did. Yes, I told you to check your phone. You have the app saved. Dude, I'm not seeing any app like that. That's because you deleted it off your phone thinking it would stop the spread. But it won't. You're the one who killed all of these people. I killed all these people? You killed all these people. Oh my god, I started it. I have to tell everyone. 911, what's your emergency? I've killed people. Excuse me, sir? The, the virus. I started the virus. What virus? The coronavirus. I started the coronavirus. I need to talk to the governor. I need to talk to the president right away. Sir, this is an emergency service line. It's not a place to be making jokes. This isn't a joke. I'm serious. I started the virus. It's in their cell phones. People are going to die. Please, you have to tell everyone. Hey, hon, did you see this email from UW? No. What's it say? Blake failed all his classes, and they are sending his tuition check back. What? Here, read for yourself. Blake is killing people. Blake is killing people. Blake is Blake. killing people. We just got an email from Blake your school saying that you failed out of all your classes. Blake is killing is that people. true? School, school, I'm no fool. Blake is killing people. School, school, I'm no fool. Blake is killing people. School, school, I'm no fool. Blake is killing people. We have to do something. Did you see his face? No emotion at all. It's like he's not even there. There has to be someone we can call. School, school, I'm no fool. 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 Thank you for calling the office of Dr. Dale Cooper. If this is a medical or psychiatric emergency, please hang up and dial 911. In order to comply with CDC protocol, we are currently not seeing patients in office. We will, however, see patients virtually via telehealth video conferencing. Please visit our website for more information on how to set up a telehealth appointment.
Son, your mother and I are very worried about you. You haven't been yourself since you came home from school. We've been talking with the psychiatrist about the way that you've been behaving lately. He would like to talk with you. He's very nice. We went ahead and set up a telehealth appointment for you to talk with him on your phone over video chat. No, no phones. That's how the virus spreads. What are you talking about? I created the virus, an app on my phone, and sent it to everyone else's phone. I'm the reason people are getting sick. I'm the reason everyone is dying. Honey, that's not how the virus started. No one knows where the virus started. But you're not responsible for anyone dying. Yes, I am. Blake, look, I know all of us having to stay home has been really difficult. But you're not responsible for this pandemic. You're simply not. Yes, I am. How can you two not understand this? Amendment uh, and the folks who are outside have every right to be out there and they have every right to say whatever they want to say. Hey, I'd like to talk with you about what the process of lifting COVID-19 restrictions will look like. Dateline, Friday, May 1st, 2020. Despite death tolls nearing 65,000, many states have announced plans to reopen within the coming weeks. Washington State announced today their intention to reopen on May 31st. The country's not ready to open up yet. It only means more blood on your hands. Dude, you think I don't know that? I've already deleted everything off my phone and destroyed it. That's not enough. Besides, it's too late now. There's no going back. You know what you need to do. What do I do? Just tell me what to do. You have to cleanse yourself. Cleanse? How? You have to go warn everybody. Warn them about what will happen to them if they use their phone. You have to tell them what you did. Confess to the whole world the terrible things that you have done. All the pain that you have caused. How stupid are you? Go now! Tell them right now!
Dateline, Saturday, May 2nd, 2020. A young man is in critical condition after an altercation with police at the University of Washington. University officers responded to a disturbing the peace call on UW's campus late Friday afternoon, where a young man was reportedly yelling warnings about a potential COVID-19 outbreak that's transmitted electronically. Cell phone footage shows the young man, whose identity has yet to be released, violently hitting his head against the ground while being tackled by officers after pleading with onlookers not to use their phones. It is not yet known what may have escalated this incident, as no weapon has been seized, and there were no other injuries reported by officers or university staff and students. The young man was taken to Harborview Medical Center, where he remains in critical condition with life-threatening head injuries. Dr. Henry Nasrallah is a professor of psychiatry, neurology, and neuroscience at the University of Cincinnati College of Medicine. He focuses his research on schizophrenia and other related psychotic disorders. We talked with Dr. Nasrallah over the phone to discuss the topic of schizophrenia. What is schizophrenia? Schizophrenia is a brain disorder that starts during fetal life when there is some abnormality in the structuring of the brain. Manifests initially with psychotic disorders about 20-25 years after birth. It's a neurodevelopmental disorder, but once the psychosis begins, it will become a neurodegenerative disorder actually associated with quite a lot of brain tissue loss with every psychotic episode. Like a stroke, it can be damaging to the brain if the patient keeps getting episodes. Fortunately, it is treatable, and if we prevent relapses, patients can actually stabilize and go back to their baseline. Unfortunately, many patients with schizophrenia keep relapsing because they stop their medication, and they keep coming to the hospital again and again. And with every hospitalization, every psychotic relapse, they lose more and more brain tissue, and they become disabled because of that. What is the average age onset for schizophrenia? For males, it's between 15 to 25. Females are a bit later, 25 to 35, because estrogen protects the females and delays the onset. So that's an advantage, actually, for females, because males get it when they are in high school or mm-hmm. maybe the first year or two in college, whereas the females get it after they finish their education and maybe even get a job. And some of them even get married before they get schizophrenia, whereas most males with schizophrenia never get married, never going to have a chance to complete their education or, or have a job. The earlier the onset, the worse the outcome. There is a small subgroup of childhood schizophrenia that's a more severe form of the illness. It's really the most severe form. And it can occur between ages 7 to 11. They have all the symptoms of schizophrenia. They are very hard to treat. What is the gender breakdown? 
Over a lifetime, it evens out, but it's more common in males early on in life. Females not only have a later onset, but after age 50, there's very little psychosis in males. After menopause, the rate of psychosis in women is about five times higher than men. So the males get it early, the females get it early and late, and altogether, at the end of the lifespan, it's about the same equal between men and women. What it is about estrogen that protects women to a certain extent? Estrogen has antipsychotic properties. Okay. It's a neuroprotective hormone, and so it delays and protects women, even if they are genetically predisposed. Only when they lose that estrogen, some women will manifest schizophrenia, but they don't when they have ample amount before menopause. What are the symptoms of schizophrenia? Schizophrenia has numerous symptoms, and we generally divide them into five domains. The first domain, we call it positive symptoms, which there's nothing positive about it. It's another word we use instead of psychotic symptoms. They're positive in the sense that you can see them. They are out there in front of you. And those psychotic symptoms include hallucinations, hearing things, seeing things, smelling things, tasting things that aren't really true. They're not there. You know, you hear voices without anybody in the room. You see the people or animals when there's really nobody there. These are hallucinations. They also have bizarre behavior. They do very unusual things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have agitation, abnormal thoughts. Their thought process is very twisted, and you cannot understand what they say sometimes. Then you have the negative symptoms. This is another cluster of symptoms that includes very poor thinking. You know, they have very little complex sentences. They talk to you in monosyllables. You know, yes, no, maybe, I don't know. They don't form a richness of thinking. Their facial expression is very flat. They are blunted. They have the same facial expression, you know, like almost like a poker face, no matter whether, you know, you're talking to them about happy things or or sad things. Then they have apathy. They don't care. Lack of motivation. They're not motivated to do much. A volition. Lack of volition means they just don't have the ability to initiate an action because their brain is abnormal. It's not their fault. That's the way they are. And so they don't do much. They lie around They don't call any friends, they don't read any books, they don't watch TV. They look lazy, but it's not laziness. It's quite a disabling set of symptoms. They have anhedonia, inability to enjoy things. Anhedonia means lack of hedonistic behavior, which we all have, fun. Fun is hedonistic. You know, we all do fun activities, Mm -hmm. you know, watching football, reading books, going to games. But patients with schizophrenia, they don't have the ability to enjoy anything, so they don't do anything. Cognitive deficit cluster, that's the third types of symptoms. Very poor memory. They forget a lot of things, especially short term. They have inability to plan, inability to make decisions. They have poor attention span. They cannot really focus on any particular activity for more than a brief period of time. So they have attentional problems. Then the fourth cluster of symptoms are mood symptoms. Quite a few patients have either depression or agitation or anger or hostility. So they can be depressed or they can be very hostile. Those with depression commit suicide, unfortunately. Patients with schizophrenia are at very high risk for suicide. It's the second highest cause of suicide in psychiatry after depression. One to two percent of patients with schizophrenia may actually be assaulted and they may attack somebody or harm somebody. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the vast majority do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's the perception in the public that if you have psychosis, you commit crimes. That's not true. You are much more likely to be a victim of a crime. Patients with schizophrenia don't know how to fend for themselves. They don't have the wherewithal. Only very, very small minority. The fifth cluster is the substance use. Unfortunately, patients with schizophrenia abuse all kinds of substances. 
the number one substance that is very dangerous for young people who have the genetics for schizophrenia is marijuana. It's a trigger. It pushes them over the edge. We strongly advise young people with the family history of schizophrenia or bipolar disorder not to touch the marijuana because it can make them psychotic. Are we aware of what causes schizophrenia? Yes. As I said, it's a neurodevelopmental disorder. Something goes wrong during fetal life when the baby is in its mother's womb. Something happens that disrupts the proper construction of the brain. And we have found hundreds of causes for that. Some are genetic and some are environmental. Genetic causes include inheriting a risk gene. In patients with schizophrenia, there are 413 genes and all the chromosomes that can cause schizophrenia. And they are not found in the general population. Genetic cause is a copy number variance. All genes come in pairs, you know, one from mom, one from dad. Genes involved in brain development have either one copy or three copies. Those genes make too little protein or too much protein uh, because that's what genes do. They code for protein and Mm -hmm. can be very disruptive to brain development. And the third genetic cause is mutations. Sometimes the mutations happen and can shut down a gene completely and that can really screw up brain development. Let me remind you that there are 10,000 genes involved in brain development. All of them are involved in constructing the brain. And so if one or two of them are abnormal, they can really impact all the others. The environmental causes. Mm -hmm. Anything that disrupts brain development during fetal life may disrupt brain development. Things like infections. Infections have been shown to increase the risk of schizophrenia in that baby when it grows up. Then you have diabetes. If a woman becomes diabetic during pregnancy, it can increase the risk of schizophrenia 800%. If the woman has very low vitamin D during pregnancy, it can increase schizophrenia by 400%. If the pregnant woman smokes, hypothyroidism, stress. If the baby is born blue, that means it suffered hypoxia, loss of oxygen. Child abuse, unfortunately, has been shown in numerous studies. Severe sexual or physical abuse before age five or six causes dramatic increase in schizophrenia later on in adulthood. It's been shown in many studies that people who are born and raised in a large city have five times higher risk of schizophrenia than those born and raised in a small town. In my research on schizophrenia, I came across this term called the prodromo phase of schizophrenia. Uh, Can you talk to me more about what that is? The prodrome is an English word. It means what comes before. Okay. And prodromal phase of schizophrenia is the last one or two years before the onset of the first psychotic episode. They become more withdrawn. They become more suspicious. Their grades in school start falling apart. They start failing. They develop symptoms like OCD and ADHD and depression, which they didn't have before. Within a year, they develop full-fledged delusions, hallucinations, thought disorder, and then they get hospitalized. What do we mean by psychosis? Psychosis is the experience of delusions and hallucinations. Delusions are fixed false beliefs, like paranoia, like believing weird things. A patient that I treated, I was convinced that there was a gadget on the moon that somebody put there, which is beaming rays to his brain, and that somebody has a receiver in his brain. And so whoever's doing that on the moon is influencing his thoughts and actions and behaviors. He's under the control of an evil outside force. They are convinced that there's a conspiracy to kill them or to harm them or harm their relatives, etc. And all the hallucinations I told you about are perceptual abnormalities, disorders of perception. As you know, we have five perceptions, hearing, seeing, smelling, tasting, and sensing. All five can be involved in schizophrenia. 
the somatic delusions is when they think that their stomach is dissolving, mm -hmm. uh, that their face is changing, that they have very abnormal features. Another very important definition of psychosis is not to be in touch with reality, to not interpret reality properly. Many patients may have delusions of reference. If somebody honks the horn, they immediately believe that this is a signal, that the driver of that car is giving a signal to somebody so that they can come to their house and kill them. One thing about schizophrenia is what we call gating. They have no filter. Their brain cannot filter irrelevant stimuli. So that's called gating. Mm -hmm. So we can filter out and focus on what you're doing. Patients with schizophrenia are unable to do that. So they hear everything. They see everything. They sense everything around them. So they get extremely overwhelmed. And that's why you know, when we hospitalize them for psychosis, part of that is being overwhelmed. We put them in a quiet room, dim the lights, and we close the door. It's a very quiet room, and there's no light, no sound. And they calm down. That's why many, many patients with schizophrenia smoke. Nicotine can actually correct this abnormality of gating. So when they smoke, they get less overwhelmed. What exactly are hallucinations and the various forms they come in? The five perceptions, mm -hmm. they hear people talking to them. It could be a male or female voice. It could be one or two or three people. It could be talking to them or about them. Some uh, patients have a, what we call a running commentary. They hear several people, maybe strangers. Uh, sometimes they are people they recognize. Very often it's strangers who uh, talk about them. They talk to each other. He is now going down the hallway. He is now opening the fridge. The most dangerous type of hallucination is when they order them to do something, telling them to do harmful things. But sometimes they just tell them stupid things like, sit down, get up and walk to your right. The hearing is the most common, auditory hallucination in about 90% of patients with schizophrenia. Right. Visual can occur about 20-25% where they actually see people that who aren't really there, uh, either living or dead, or they can see animals. They can talk to that person and sometimes they talk back. Smelling is when they have like odors that no one in the room can smell except them. People who hear auditory hallucinations, is that constant someone talking to them or is it sporadic? How often are they hearing these? It varies. It can be continuous. It could be several times a day. It could be several times a week. The more frequent they are, the more severe. How exactly do we go about diagnosing schizophrenia? Diagnosis of schizophrenia is based on the presence of those symptoms I told you about. Mm -hmm. At least one delusion or one hallucination. At least one or two negative symptoms. And at least, you know, one or two cognitive deficits. And also bizarre behavior. And it should be going on for several weeks in a row. When should someone seek treatment for schizophrenia? As soon as possible. Unfortunately, most of them don't. Parents sometimes don't realize that their son or daughter has schizophrenia. They act bizarrely. They are acting strangely. But because they are adolescents, they think it's because they are unpredictable adolescents. The longer you wait to receive the medication, the more brain tissue damage occurs. Kids can have psychosis for seven, eight, nine months. And they're, they're living in the you know, parents' home and sitting in the basement, talking to themselves, screaming at the TV, behaving very erratically, not socializing with anybody, failing at school. And the parents are so ashamed or stigmatized about admitting that their children as a child had severe mental illness. They don't take them for care until they do something like running naked down the street or burning the cat. What should loved ones be looking for if they suspect their loved one has schizophrenia? If there's a family history of mental illness in the family, the family should realize that it's genetically transmitted. 
So keep your eyes on your kids as they grow and if they behave abnormally, when the son or daughter starts changing some more and behaving very erratically and developing unusual symptoms and being very suspicious, not leaving the house and becoming more withdrawn, that's when they should get an evaluation as soon as possible. Not wait for them to become psychotic, treat them as early as possible. What are some of the evidence-based treatments for schizophrenia? Fortunately, we have dozens of medications that we call antipsychotics. When patients come to the hospital with a psychotic episode, we start them on a medication that we believe is best fit for them. And usually within two weeks, we can discharge them. However, there is a subgroup of patients who do not respond to any antipsychotic. There's one drug that works for those patients. The problem is that it has numerous side effects, but many people got their life back with clozapine. Blood level have to be drawn every week to make sure that their white blood cell does not disappear because 1% can die from losing their white blood count. We must also provide those young people with supportive therapy and with vocational rehabilitation, social skill training, cognitive remediation. We do not just medication, but medication with psychosocial treatments. What advice would you have for someone seeking treatment for their schizophrenia for the first time? First, work closely with your doctor, follow the advice, take the medicine every single day, never miss a dose. We now have injectable antipsychotics, hmm. which means the patient doesn't have to take any pills. I love those medications because so many of our patients stop their medication, they forget, they're not interested. One of the symptoms of schizophrenia, by the way, that I mentioned earlier, is lack of insight. They absolutely do not believe they are sick. They are sick as hell, but they don't believe they're sick at all, and they don't want to come to the hospital, and they fight and insist, but we have laws that enable psychiatrists to hospitalize a patient against their will, to save their life because they are very sick. They don't believe they need the medication. So I convince them to take the injection once a month. It keeps them well for a very long time. And they can go back to school and go back to work as long as they don't have any more psychotic episodes. We now have injectables that can be given once every two months and even once every three months. What are some myths that people believe to be true about schizophrenia but actually are false? There are so many myths about schizophrenia, unfortunately. The public still don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really think that you know, schizophrenia is some kind of split personality. It's absolutely not. It has nothing to do with split personality. Some of them think it's, oh, it's because of stress. It's much, much worse than that. It's a severe brain disorder. A lot of people are religious. Mm-hmm. So they interpret abnormal behavior as being possessed by the devil. The poor people have nothing to do with demons. And they used to burn them at the stake in the Middle Ages. Their ignorance can be deadly to those people. Poor patients with schizophrenia, they are kicked out of their houses. Families don't want anything to do with them. They die homeless, hungry, and totally neglected. There's still a lot of uh, prejudice and bias and stigma, and everybody reacts negatively to a person as they have schizophrenia. Really, they should not. These young people are ill and deserve our compassion exactly like you would with a heart disease or stroke or cancer. Mm -hmm. And uh, fortunately, it's treatable. Uh, There's nothing scary about them. They need a lot of help and attention and care to keep them functioning. So every day we fight a battle of stigma that surrounds mental illness. Heavy Head, Season 1, Episode 5, Maybe I Can Only Hear It In My Head, is written and produced by Tanner Hines, with additional story structure and dialogue written by Blake Hammond. Newscaster, voiced by Alex Leeds. Blake Staten, voiced by Blake Hammond internal voice, and additional engineering and recording by Clinton Jacob. Friend, voiced by Jamie Johnston. 
Mrs. Staten, voiced by Carrie Klaus. Mr. Staten, voiced by John Bunyan. 911 operator, voiced by Alex Schubert. Dr. Dale Cooper, voiced by Tanner Hines. Narration and art design by Evan Verrilli. Thank you to Dr. Henry Nasrallah for taking the time to speak with us. Weather reports courtesy of CBS Evening News and KIONG. Fantasy Football Rundown, courtesy of the Fantasy Footballers. Audio of President Donald Trump, courtesy of CNBC, The Telegraph, and Fox News. Audio of Dr. Anthony Fauci, courtesy of USA Today. Hydrochloroquine Report, courtesy of 700WLW. Audio of Governor Mike DeWine, courtesy of WKYC Channel 3. Audio of Governor Jay Inslee, courtesy of NBC News. Audio of the Cuomo Brothers, courtesy of CNN. All Jobs Are Essential Audio, courtesy of The Sun. Audio of Kenneth Copeland, courtesy of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Safeguard Jingle, courtesy of P&G and Picture Music. Original music by Real Blue Heartache Kids. The music is available online wherever you buy or listen to music. If you or a loved one is experiencing a psychiatric emergency and live in the United States, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 for free and confidential support 24-7-365. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle at heavyheadpod. Subscribe to our official YouTube channel, Heavyhead Podcast. You can email us at heavyheadpod at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed the show, please share us with a friend or relative. You can support the show by making a monthly monetary pledge when you join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heavyheadpodcast and get access to exclusive content. You can also support the show by making a one-time monetary donation to paypal.me slash tannerhines1. That's paypal.me slash t-a-n-n-e-r-h-i-n-d-s, the number one on PayPal. Or at t-hines-1. That's at t-h-i-n-d-s dash the number one on Venmo. Lastly, merch is available at heavyhead.bigcartel.com. Thank you for all your support this season. Heavyhead Season 2 premieres Saturday, January 1st, 2022. Until then, take care of yourself.